0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number 73 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. We are taping this on a travel day between games two and three of the World Series. And I've got two of my favorite sons with me from the Tampa Bay Rays, Tyler Glassnow, from the Pittsburgh Pirates, Stephen Brault. They are former teammates. They are reunited on the Chris Rose Rotation. Does it feel good, Tyler, to see your buddy?
1: Sure does. It's been a while. I've just seen him from afar. On the stat sheet, if you will, I haven't talked to him in a while, so it's it's cool. It'll be
2: a fun time. And we have our we have our like little fits of uh, of strange discussion. I don't think Tyler and I have rational discussion very much. I think no. our text message chain <laughs> is mostly full of bullshit, and we thinking, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's more fun that way. Who's on that text chain? No, just me and
1: him.
0: Oh, oh, it's not yeah. a it's not a former Pirates get together. It's just the two of you.
2: Actually, have to do we, okay, do we? so I have I have news about that. So Tyler, you're gonna love this. Chris, you're gonna love right. this. So we have a group chat that we used to call the Sexual Six. Remember that, Tyler? <laughs> I do
1: remember that. Yeah.
2: Very so it was me, JMO, Chad, Cool, Trevor Williams, Joe Musgrove, and Tyler. Those are the six. Okay. Well, Tyler got traded first, so he was the first person to leave. So it became the Sexual Five, right? But now everybody's gone. Joe's gone. Trevor's gone. Uh, obviously J has gone. Tyler's gone. So I understand. I, I asked the group, Hey, should we add Tyler back in? And I got a resounding no from everybody oh, no! else. So if, <laughs> I don't know what you did to that group, but they, they really, they really don't want you around. <laughs> they didn't want my
1: sexuality in the group chat, dude. I get it. <laughs> I know it's unbelievable. <laughs>
0: Are you,
2: are you offended, tall guy?
1: No, not really. I don't think group chats are really my thing anyway. I don't know how much I contributed on it in the beginning.
2: <laughs> I don't think he really was a part of it all. I think that was the main thing. It was like, well, what's the point? Like, he never said anything when he was on it. So I think that was the, yeah, main,
1: the main. It stressed me out. <laughs> too many zings and dings and all that. I'm on my phone too much anyway. I need to stay off of it. Cool. But you get me one-on-one, I'll text your face off.
0: Who came up with the Sexual Six? Is that you, Brault, or is that somebody else?
2: Probably (laughs) Brault. No, I think that was Trevor. That seems like a Trevor thing. Yeah, maybe right. I mean, it's definitely not Joe. It's not Tyler. My it's my guess between mo and Trevor. Those are those are my two guesses. Yeah, maybe yeah. Trevor. No, it's the Sexual Five dot 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 former pirate greats. That's what it's called.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. That's nice. <laughs> you're not giving us some breaking
2: news, are you? No, no, no. This is just because people are, have been leaving sadly for years. So hopefully I thought you
1: were gonna say oh yeah. I thought you were gonna say your group chat was just you now and you just text yourself like hey, yeah, you're no, still it's sexy,
2: funny. Steven. <laughs> hey man, I just wanted to say you're looking great today. <laughs> Keep going worry about what that guy said in the street.
0: Uh, who is I Steven, I have a feeling that when you and Tyler text that you are always the one that starts it off? Does he ever just reach out and is like, hey, buddy?
2: I mean, yeah, he has. Like he said, like we're both kind of the same way where we don't, I mean, me and Tyler don't text all that much back and forth. We just keep up with each other's lives. But then when we're in the same place, then it's, you know, back to best friend land. So it's not, it's not, we don't take offense to it. It's just, this is how we are.
1: That's just low maintenance friendship. I don't I actually don't. It's funny too, because you want to go into season, like my best friends back home that I've known since like the guy I got in trouble at throwing the water balloons off the subway with. Like I don't we don't talk really at all during season, maybe like once or twice. Then we go home and like don't miss a beat. It's just like that type of I don't know. I'm not a big like text or maybe a couple calls here and there, but yeah, more of an in-person type thing.
0: Okay. Uh, I want to start off with really the most important news that we found out over the last 24 to 48 hours. And that is that Cole Tucker is uh, the drummer opening for the Jonas Brothers Band. Uh, Tyler, you broke that news with us when I was at the game one watch party. Did you end up going to see him?
1: No, so he only drummed for like a song. I know they hit him up and they're like, hey, we want blah, blah, blah. Like I know he's been friends with like the Jonas Brothers and stuff. And then I went over there and he just like had sound check at like 4.30 uh they left it was just like a one-time thing they didn't really tell him what to do or whatever he said you kind of just go on and like feel it or whatever and then he went up and did it and said it was awesome I asked him about like the adrenaline too he was like it was similar to baseball but different and it's like owner guard or whatever but it was I don't know the way he described it was actually interesting he said like in baseball when you do well it's like the other guy doesn't do well and you kind of are like the victor of the situation there it's like that guy singing's going three for three, and the guy on the guitar is going two for three. And you're here, like pitching a shutout, like it's just like this cohesive, like mutual awesomeness. But you could tell in his voice, I called him; he was like very stoked about it. And he's so talented in much other stuff that it was like, of course, I know he's been like a huge music fan
2: his whole life. So, Brault, your thoughts? I think it's awesome. I mean, like, uh, so Cole and I have talked about many times making a, a band. Uh, when Trevor was around, he was involved in this as well. Uh, but obviously, you know, how these things work, it's really hard to get a drum set anywhere during the season. So, um, it has to be more of an off season thing, um, until, you know, you kind of get settled and you know, where you're going to be, and you can buy a drum set and have it at your house. Um, but I think that, uh, this off season, I'm a hundred percent going to jam with Cole, but I don't think that really counts as a band, but I mean, jamming is still, still fun and still cool. Uh, I've been working on my stuff to try to make sure I'll be able to hang at least well enough. Um, but dude, I mean, it's super cool. You get to play for a real concert. I wish I could see the crowd. That was the only thing I thought about those pictures. Was I, I wish there was a picture like from behind him, mm-hmm. you know, kind of out looking over the crowd. Yeah. Um, that's the one thing I wish that, that they had had, but um dude it's so cool he's such a good dude and he like i said yesterday when we talked uh during the game like he's just one of those guys he can make friends with anybody everybody likes Cole, and like they should he's a great guy so
1: um
2: i'm happy for him super sick uh good for him that's what i got
0: is there as happy as you are is there a little bit of jealousy that like he got the open for the jonas brothers a little bit
2: uh i mean I guess I don't really think about it that way. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I guess the worst thing I could say is that I actually don't know who Jacob McGraw is.
1: I, don't, I didn't either. I know I heard like heard some stuff. That he's pretty good. It's not yeah, like be, Gavin McGraw's brother, is it? No. Right, that's no, what no, I was well, thinking. It's it's Doctor Phil's son. Dude. The man's mm, right. are stuff; they're good. But yeah, it's it's Doctor Phil's son. I wonder yeah. how he feels about that. I wonder, like, us referring to him as Doctor Phil's son. I wonder if he's like. Like, <laughs> dude, he had, I'm a musician. It has yeah. to be that
2: all the time. I mean, you're yeah, Dr. Phil's sure. son, dude. Fucking like Ken Griffey Jr. was still Ken Griffey's son until like 20 years later, where he finally became Ken point. Griffey Jr. That's By the way,
1: point.
0: if my dad had that much cake, you could fucking call me Nordy Rose's son until <laughs> the day I die. If I die at 91 years old, you I could still be. I don't care.
1: You don't know. I don't know. What's it your depends. dad's name?
0: My dad's name was Norton Rose, N-O-R-T-O-N.
2: Like Listen, my, dad was,
0: my dad was born in 1928. They had all sorts of fucked up names back then. But he was
2: so no. old. Oh, my God. So,
0: it disgust me. They never, uh, <laughs> they never got his name right on a piece of mail. It was always like Morton or like uh, Neil, but it was never Norton because nobody was ever like, well, nobody, nobody named their kid Norton. Yeah, yeah I, know. I feel
1: like back then there always a bunch of weird names. Like, what's the baseballer like? Rusty Coons, Norton and Rusty hanging out. Like, there's just yeah. all these his weird, name, like, by the way, like semi-sexual names. <laughs>
0: his name, his name, and we're all talking about the first base coach for the Royals. His name is Rusty Kuntz. Not- oh, I mean, a- that
1: it's not how it's spelled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is Rusty Coons technically. If you're good at English. Yeah, well, <laughs> except.
0: That I have a Rusty Kuntz bobblehead,
1: folks. Oh, that's cool. That's <laughs> of course awesome. And you do.
0: It, it is the best <laughs> bobblehead ever because it's actual fur on the head. Oh, yeah. wow.
1: why is it? Why was it right next to you? Like you had that queued up. Like, is that your favorite one? I would have that to be my favorite one too, to be honest. I would have rusty cunts in my arm reach too if I could. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> that's,
0: <laughs> that's good bro. stuff. Where are, are you in shop
2: class right now? Where are you doing this from? I'm doing this from my, my, this is my living room. This is my kitchen, see? Oh. Oh, very nice. Okay, wait. Yes.
0: So you're in your apartment. Are you, I forget, you've told me, is it a
2: townhouse? Is it an apartment in San Diego? It's a condo building that we rent, you know, secondhand. Uh, We've been living here in the off season for the last three years. Oh, Glass, I was supposed to say, uh, Abby says hi. I just drove her to the airport. So she wanted me to tell you hi. Hi, Abby. She'll watch um, this debate and
1: then she'll say hello back to her Oh, she will. Yeah, Abby's one of my best <laughs> friends.
2: We've been best friends for a long time. She came to visit me a few times and uh, her and Glass and me and one of our other friends, and we just all had a great time. Some good Polaroids from, from those visits. Oh, yeah. Some yeah. legendary Polaroids. Is she still
1: working for the Padres?
2: No, she quit. She's working for a different company now. She was way up there, too. Oh. She actually got a promotion and she hated it so much that she left. Dang, and she. I don't know if I just, should say that. I don't know if, if that's going to get her in trouble, but I mean, she left, so out, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> do all that's do cool. all of your uh, female
0: friends? Because you got listen. Let's let's just cut yeah. to the chase. Your pair are pair good looking guys. You're pro athletes. You're funny. You guys both have great personalities. Like Brault, do all of your friends that are girls like if they've met Tyler, are they like, oh my god. And Glass, same way with you with Brault. Like, it's I'm sure that happens, right?
1: I've had Girl. some instances where that's happened for sure. Like, I, I mean, think more of it, like, I used to tease Steve about, like, this. clearly him and Abby are, like, just friends. They've been friends forever. But I was always like, you guys are going to marry each other. Like, I already know. He's like, you're an idiot. Like <laughs> No, we're not. Like... That's all that I remember. But yeah, there's been times for sure. Or like just in passing, like someone will be like, someone,
2: what's Steven up to? I'm like, I
1: don't know. You can hit him up on Instagram or something.
2: <laughs> yeah. Every every girl that I've ever I've ever talked to about Glass now, I, I always describe him as a Greek god and then people don't get it. God. And then you go to his Instagram and everybody goes, oh my God.
1: Flattered. <laughs> mm,
2: <laughs> so uh,
1: I want to
0: thank you guys each for coming on our John Boy Media live stream. I'm going to tell you, I went. I went up to the offices. They are in the Bronx. It's literally like two blocks from Yankee Stadium, and it oh, is quite cool. the um, it's quite the interesting setup we have up there at John Boy. Uh, so, Tyler, when I reached out to you, you said you were out to dinner with your parents. Were you really out to dinner with your parents, or were you doing something? Like- when? When I talked to you the other night.
1: No, I was at home with my parents watching the game.
0: Oh, you were at home.
1: And then I went outside like yeah watching it outside at the house with my parents. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Classic miscommunication.
1: <laughs> I got it. I got it.
0: So yeah. your parent so when you watch a baseball like a big league baseball <laughs> game with your parents what is it like? Is there a lot of talking to the TV? Are you going through scenarios? Are you kind of passively watching the game? How do you watch it as a major leaguer when you're not playing?
1: I I think I'm a big, like, I watch it from, like, both perspectives. In, like a, You know what I mean? Like, hit or pitcher. Like, I think generally I side with the pitcher no matter who it is. Like, I just kind of feel for him. When someone gives up, like, five runs, I'm like, oh, I know what that feels like. Like, I know what that day feels like. My mom is also pretty neutral. Like, she just kind of watches it for, like, what it is and, like, roots. She's more of, like, she roots for the people she kind of knows. And, like, people, like, she likes personality-wise. Like, oh, I hope they do well. and mm-hmm. And then my dad just, like... It's still, like, he understands baseball, but he's still, like, some of the stuff he says, I'm like, I've been playing this for, like, 20-something years, and, like, certain things he still doesn't really get. But, like, he also will, he's, like, a very much a fan. Like, if someone swings at a bad pitch, he's like, what the fuck are you swinging at? I'm like, Dad, it's hard. Like, this is hard. But he's very much, like, he's one of those people that, like, picks a team, loves a team, and then, like, kind of does not Like, he doesn't like the Astros. Even all, I'm the one who was even, like, pitching against them who didn't do one. I'm kind of, like, benefit of the doubt, like, no, like this is probably a good dude. Like, I like they're still really a good team. But he's like, no, fuck that, they suck. I hate them. Or he's just like, I don't like Boston. I don't like. He's very like sticks to his team. Like he'll pick a team and stick with them. So yeah, there's like a two separate. T- My mom and dad always go back and forth too. And I was like, stop it, Greg. And Greg's like, no, I don't like. It's his whole back and forth. It's cool though. It's a good. It's a good time to watch a game with them.
0: <laughs> Steven, I know your your parents are big time baseball fans. So do you like? Do you watch the World Series with them? To go pop over.
2: Yeah, I mean I've, I've watched plenty of games with them. I haven't watched a World Series game with them yet. Um but I've watched plenty of baseball games with them in general and it is it is an experience. My mom is is a fan of baseball in general. Obviously if the Pirates are playing it's the same thing. She like people that she knows. You know, she wants to do well. All that stuff. She feels bad for people that do poorly. Any pitcher doesn't matter what happens. Any pitcher gives up five runs, and my mom's like, Oh, "Poor guy. Yeah. His mom." She always says his mom is probably so sad. She says that all the time. Um, but then uh, my dad, my, you know, my dad is a big baseball guy, and uh, still umpire, still plays. You know, like he does all this. He's still in the baseball. So. He always wants, you know, we always have like serious discussions about what's going on. And my dad is very stubborn, which I've gotten from him. I'm pretty stubborn as well. But my dad, when he's like, that was the wrong thing to do. I'll be like, well, you know, in the situation, blah, blah, blah. And he'll be like, no, 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 no. This is why you're wrong. We'll like pause the game, rewind it, go watch through it again. And I'm like, dad, I don't care. I don't care. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brought it up. Um, but yeah, no, we have fun because my dad is very like. He watches, you know what I mean? He's one of those guys that really watches the game. And you'll be like, why did he throw that slider after you just threw that fastball? It didn't make any sense. Well, like, he really watches. So
0: it's fun. Cool. Do you have a rooting interest, Tyler Glass, now?
1: Huh? And what? In the a what? In the, do you oh, oh, have a complex a question in, finish your sentence.
0: do you uh, have a rooting no. interest in the no, world series? not
1: really at all i don't care i think like, once my team's out i'm kind of just like oh all right i'm gonna go not watch baseball anymore i'll still like pay attention and watch and like especially at, like if you've been in the league for a while like even in the minor leagues like you develop relationships with people that are playing mm-hmm. and you root for those who like you know and you root for them as like a person so you want them to succeed on the field but i don't like i'm not really captivated by it like, there's a lot of like. So, so do you know anymore. any of these
0: guys really well on either Atlanta or Houston?
1: Like, to the point where you'd be Charlie like... Charlie Morton, I love to tell Oh, yeah. Like, Charlie Morton oh. is... is Darno, super awesome human. So, all right. I need to rephrase that. I certainly... I'm rooting for the Braves, but I also don't... Like, there's no, like, hate in my heart towards the Astros. I just would rather see the Braves win because of Charlie and Darno and, like, people like that. And I think right. Jock's pearls are cool.
0: How... Uh, how... You know what? You got. You both could probably pull off pearls. I really yeah, think. Yeah, you already
1: did it. It's already. It's already his thing. I can't do it. I got to find my own thing. Maybe I'll oh. bring back the puka shells.
2: Ooh, you know man, those doesn't
1: hurt. They like pinch your neck. Yeah, like, I all never the, got the time. Into it. I was
2: little. Yeah,
1: I never got into it. Maybe, maybe it's good. Oh, I wore I wore puka shells for sure. Yeah, I could see you wearing puka shells.
2: Oh yeah, a it, San Diego boy. it had a little puka shells with like a shark tooth on the on yeah. The end, you
1: know? That was Steven. I definitely could see that for sure. Oh yeah,
2: little spiky <laughs> hair with the ice spiker. So it was like a that. rock. Yeah, wasn't going yeah. anywhere. The
1: ice spiker. Ooh, that brings back memories, nostalgia, yeah. Stephen. Brawl. Yeah, you're looking. Right. Right. And then it would dry and get all gross and like white. It was looked old. Yeah, yeah. And you
2: like you like go like the football practice. You have to put your helmet on, and it's just like. <laughs> And you'd sweat all on your face, and,
1: you know, yeah. gross and you'd taste your hair gel. Yep, fun times. It's gross.
0: Um, <laughs> how crushed were you, Tyler, for uh, when that shit happened
1: to Charlie Morton? It certainly sucks, especially watching it on TV. I was like, oh, hopefully it's not the fact that like he just like was like, hey, I can't. Like they came out and they didn't have him like throw any warm-up pitches or anything like that. I was like, hey, clearly there's something like wrong, wrong. Then and then he went in and like I texted him and we talked a little bit. And, yeah, and then, like, what you guys know, I knew then. And so it sucks. And I think, like, the silver lining of it is, like, at least it didn't happen 15 games in. And, like, you know what I mean? He just pitched 33 starts and then, like, did really well in the playoffs and then, like, started the first game of the World Series. Like, obviously, you want him during the World Series, but he's going to be back next year. And, like, he's basically played a full season. He contributed to the team so much to where they even got to this situation to where, like, it could be much worse. And he just signed – a $20 million deal. Like, and I, I know like money doesn't fix all things, but I'm like, mm, at least
2: you're rich. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what money does fix. Money fixes a broken fibula. Yeah, exactly. it definitely <laughs> fixes a broken it fibula.
1: It does. It's like six to eight weeks. He's going to be, he will have to, like time in the off get strong, come back and be like fine for next year. So like nobody wants to see someone get hurt and it's not really a load bearing. It's like 20% load bearing. So it's not, you know, it's not like there's just chance of him never coming back again. So
0: but can't yeah. you guys like Stephen? The guy threw 16 more pitches, including going to sit down for an inning and then come back and then strike out Altuve. Like, as a fellow pitcher, can't you sit there and be like, "How did you do that?"
2: Yeah. yeah you know, it's funny because if you actually now now knowing what we know, if you go back and watch the footage of the game, he is not in. He's not comfortable. You know, you can see like after it happens. His landing foot, his usually Charlie Morton is so like firm. His landing front leg is like bam. Um, he kind of he does like almost like a stop right. So he like really gets into it. And after that, he started doing it. and He started falling off a little bit. Yeah, and he can just tell. Way. But the dude is so strong, and he's so just like fuck it. I'm gonna pitch. This is the World Series. I'm pitching in this game unless I literally. Yeah. Can. Um, it's one of those things where it's like. I'm sure a doctor would say with broken bones like that, it's like, dude, you broke it already. So it's not going to get any worse. You know, it's just, can you pitch through the pain kind of thing? And yeah. the fact that he was able to pitch that long with a, with a broken fibula it's just bananas. I mean, it's crazy. Dude. Yeah. This, I mean, that's just cool. You just like to see a Veteran leadership right there.
0: Tyler, the you remember game. the first time you talked to him, like, were you, did he have that, veteran aura like from day one when you met him in Tampa
1: so that's the funniest thing with Charlie is like I guess what you'd consider a veteran aura like when I I don't know I guess I'm interpreting it differently but like when I think of like a veteran aura, I almost think of like a like a Burnett someone who's just like this like you'd almost misinterpret it as like mean but it's not it's just like this ultra confidence and like just kind of like exude this type of personality Charlie is so unique in his own way that like he's so good but he talks to rookies or you like And it's super genuine. He's just like, if you didn't know who he was, you'd be like, oh, this guy is also in in rookie ball with me. Like he's the most humble, non, like I'm a veteran type guy. He's very much like, even his conversations, he's still like, it's such a, not to be all like cliche and stuff, but like very much like a student of the game. He doesn't have this like strong ego. He's very much just like super humble, like extremely humble and just open to whatever. So it's hard to like, it's just such a different vibe. He's not like any other veteran I've ever met. Like he has this confidence that he's a good pitcher, but he's still very much just like, I don't know. I'm just like a, a normal guy who happens to play baseball. So I, I mean, he was like, our dugout talks were phenomenal. When he got, when he like didn't sign back or whatever, when he couldn't come back with the raise, it was, it was a blow. Like our whole entire clubhouse still to this day talked about him like he was on our team. Like we would talk about him in the dugout every day. And we're like, isn't it crazy how all of us still like, speak on this dude like he's here. And he just, like, left this lasting impression, so. That's pretty cool. Yeah. cool. I love to hear that.
0: All right, imagine you are stepping to the plate for your biggest at-bat of the season. And all of a sudden, that bat ain't fully functional. It happens to a lot of guys in the bedroom, particularly guys my age. Did you know that 52% of all men ages 40 to 70 suffer from some form of erectile dysfunction. It's okay guys, I know we don't like talking about it, but that's where our friends at getroman.com will come in handy. If you go to getroman.com and use the code word johnboy, now you'll get a chance to speak to a US licensed healthcare professional about all forms of ED. This is a great thing. They take care of it over the phone. You don't have to walk into a doctor's office. You don't have to walk into a pharmacy. If you need medication, no problem. They will send it discreetly to your house and it's free. Two days of shipping, it'll be there. You'll be ready to go. And you'll take care of your business. Believe me, that someone special is going to say thank you for taking that first step. So once again, it is GetRoman.com, keyword John Boy. You're going to get 15 bucks off your first month of treatment. They're going to take care of you. They'll make sure it's discreet. It's over the phone. And guess what? You will be back in the batter's box before you know it. Let's get a little bit into the series. Uh, Steven, we're, we're still waiting for a moment. Like, I'm a huge baseball fan. The first two games have been kind of dog shit. Not, neither of them have been close. It's okay because you don't always remember the first two games of a World Series anyway. Now we're getting back to Atlanta. I think it's going to be a fun atmosphere. First World Series game in 22 years in Atlanta and all that sort of stuff. Um, I think whenever Freddie Freeman does something well, it adds something extra to that franchise. You know, he had the huge home run against Hayter, had a couple of, you know, really good games against the Dodgers after a terrible LCS start and all that sort of stuff. Um, When you're pitching to a guy like Freddie Freeman, are you aware of how much of an impact he can have in a game?
2: Yeah, I think so. You know, there's there's the guys that are, it's like uh the COVID super spreader thing, right? Where it's like there's one person that can really, really <laughs> fuck everybody up. Okay. <laughs> well, that's Freddie Freeman. You know, I think that he's one of those guys that, you know, most of the time he's gonna. You know, if he's getting a hit with nobody on, you're like, sick, I'm fine. You know, most guys, you don't really care about that. But when Freddie Freeman gets a hit with nobody on, it's like everybody in the lineup goes, all right, well, Freddie got a hit. So now if I don't, if we don't score him, then we're all going to feel like jerks because he's like the man. He's been here forever. He's our guy. You know, if he's leading off an inning and gets a hit, he better come around to score. Um, And it kind of feels that way with Freddie Freeman. He just has obviously such a hold on that clubhouse that city in general i mean you know bryce wilson came over from the braves uh this year to us and the way that he would describe it you know atlanta atlanta has such a big following because there's no other teams for multiple states around so Mm -hmm. everybody around there likes the braves and so anytime you get the braves going braves country going like it it is this huge animal that you have to deal with and i think nobody gets that Braves country going better than Freddie Freeman. So I think that's the main effect he has. Is there somebody
0: else in that lineup where you're like, they? if that guy gets going, it could be Atlanta World Series? Because, I mean, it's not – listen, it's normally Acuna. And I know you've faced him a handful of times, but now it's different. No,
2: I have no doubt. Austin Riley. And, and there's no doubt in my mind if that – if Austin Riley, you know, can – start hitting some home runs um here in the world series especially dude he's got so much help around him and there's it seems like there's always people on base when he comes up to the plate um and he had such a good season you know that he can definitely step into that role of being the big playoff guy um freddie freeman's obviously going to make some big impacts but you need a second guy which we would normally attribute Cunha, but they've been doing a good job of doing it by committee um, and that's why they've gotten here, but and I think if you really want to get that, like, big moment and have that one guy kind of take off, I, I think it would be Austin Riley. All right,
0: you face the Astros plenty, Tyler, including in the postseason. What is the biggest challenge when you're facing Jose Altuve?
1: Not giving up homers. <laughs> give up so many homers. I think, like, I t it's like throwing not, not non-competitive pitches, but like he covers the plate so well, but like you don't need to throw him like first pitch strikes in a sense. Like I think so much for me, like I'm a power pitcher. So when I get up there, I'm like, go fastball. I'm going to hit it. And he's such a good fastball hitter and he covers the plate so well. And scouting report was like his, obviously he doesn't cover off speed as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I would say like not trying to be so perfect. Like for me, a lot of it's like, get ahead, stay ahead put people away and like aim to a bigger part of the zone and with him it's almost like i can expand a bit more like i don't need to and he's another guy too like he's so small but he covers the top of the plate well and that's like my strength so with a guy like him it's almost like honestly like out stuff plus four inches around the zone because he swings so much and when he's on he can hit pitches that are outside of the zone but i think i like would need to use his aggressiveness against him Percentage. I've done well against him before, but he's also just done so well against me because he just, I don't know. I think it's like his, the short compact strength or something. He just gets the stuff so quick. He also
0: stands so damn far away from the plate. I can't believe how far away he
1: is. And he still
0: I is able to cover everything.
2: diver. He's a diver. It's like, uh, yeah, true. Um, Trey Turner does it too. Small guys that stand far off the plate and their front foot is actually going towards the plate and the pitcher, you know, when they step Uh forward, so they're diving in. So the idea is you can go in on them, but the problem is that they're short, so they also have quick swings, they usually can get to those still. That's what Altuve hit that double down the line Uh last game. Um, but the thing with Altuve, like what Tyler was saying like you can go way off the plate and he'll still yeah. swing. It's like the opposite of Mike Trout where Mike Trout will swing and miss at pitches in the zone sometimes because he always takes his good swing. Altuve every swing is different. And so like he's taking swings on balls that are four balls off the plate but he still gets to it because he's basically throwing his bat at it. Or you go in off the plate and he pulls it down the line for a double. You just I mean he's just a hard guy to attack. Yeah. Uh Tyler, this might be a weird question but
0: You're six foot seven, eight. How tall are you? Seven, six, seven. Is it weird throwing to a guy who's five, six?
1: I don't really notice. Like you can tell, or I guess the contrast is everything. Like when I throw to judge, I'm like, this dude's fucking huge. It's not in like a, it's not even in like, oh my God, he's going to do well. It's almost, it's just like this, wow, you're a big person. And generally it doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't like approach it any differently, but it is a little weird. I'd say I notice like humongous people more than, than small people like i'm i'm so like focused in on the catcher and for me i'm a guy who pitches to my strengths like you obviously know the scouting reports and like the glaring holes of people but for the most part honestly for any pitcher like if you're on and you're following your game plan like and you're executing it properly like no matter what lineup you're facing you're probably going to have like a pretty good result so you you could pitch to a midget yeah i mean i wonder how much the zone would shrink but like yeah for sure i think like it's honestly it's funny too because like I know the zone changes with guys, but it doesn't really seem that way. Like judges um, zone is clearly different than Altuve, but it doesn't, when you're pitching, it's just like, Nope, strikes a strike. Like. guys always
2: know. get high balls called on them for strikes. And yeah. tall guys always get low balls called on them for strikes. It's just too hard to make that big of an adjustment. Yeah, like, it is. You know, between hitters, but. Okay. I was thinking about this the other day. So, you know how, so Ozzie Albies, very small guy, right. Mm-hmm. And when he's hitting right-handed, especially, he's fully open. Like, what was that? Who was the guy who did that back back in Brian, the day? Brian
0: Downing was way, way open. I mean, he was okay, so oh no, no, no. I know who you're talking about. Uh
2: Batista. Batista, yeah, the Orioles guy. Um so well, I was thinking about if uh Aaron Judge, if his batting stance was like that, would he be would he even be able to do that? I think his foot would be like fully outside of the batter's box if he stood <laughs> open like that because you have guys that the way that i always notice size is guys that i say they fill up the box so like guys like harper um goldschmidt are the guys that i face often that it seems like when they stand in the batter's box they fill up the entire thing and then when i go and stand in the batter's box it's absolutely massive and there's so much space for me to move around it feels like those guys have to stand in one spot or they just will not fit that's
1: yeah, like girth over length maybe it's like they're <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh,
1: Everybody likes a little girth. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Tyler, uh,
0: Alex Bregman is a guy that has not gotten going here in the uh-huh. uh, in the playoffs. It feels like, and he's a guy that really is like an engine driver for them, in my opinion. When he's going well, what is he doing?
1: I th- honestly like. As far as the mental thing goes, I think he's just like uber confident. Like I feel like when he plays really well, he kind of like plays that villain. Like he's not a dick, but he's a dick, you know? Like he's just kind of like, I don't care. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to go out here and just show that I'm great. And like, I don't know. I guess that's like, you can't really prove that. But that's just like like, when I watch, that's what I I feel. But um, that's another guy that's like really good. Covers the plate well. I think his like swing and miss rate. I I don't know the numbers, but probably has to had to have gone up this year just from like what I've seen. And like, sometimes we've faced him, but that's another guy. Like when he's on, I feel like he takes pitches well. When he's not, when he's not on, like he's just curveball to death. And, you know, like he hits heaters well, but he can get to any heater I feel like, but he swings at a lot of stuff when he's not going right.
2: Unlike all of his homers to left field, like he only throws yeah, home runs. Yeah. Him and
1: like
0: Altuve are kind of yeah. the same. Altuve really went heavy that way. In the but last then Bregman
2: doesn't he hit
1: a lot of doubles the opposite field? I feel like he kind of peppers that corner a little bit. Now Seems can like wrong he wrong.
2: might, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've never faced Bregman, so I, I can't tell you. But it's interesting.
0: Something you brought up is a discussion we had up at John Boy over the last few days. And I think it was BBD who uh, who's the producer of, of uh talking baseball with, with John Boy and Jake. And he mm-hmm. said, Alex Bregman loved being the villain until he actually became the villain.
1: No, it's deep. It, it is. Deep.
2: He was like, yeah, he was the bad guy, on, but he was on America's sweetheart team. Right. You know, the yeah. Astros, we, we quickly forget, the Astros back in 2017 were that whole season, they were always constantly in the media, constantly. Yeah. Um, and then this year, even when the playoffs came around, it seemed like coverage of the Astros was still low. I mean, yeah. compared to, you know, other teams were definitely what it used to be, but you know, it kind of makes sense, you know, at the you know, right now, but at the same time they're not cheating and they're still winning. So, you
0: know,
2: Go ahead.
1: Sorry, go. No, people like, do people come up to you too and just like making conversation, like those fucking Astros, just random people will do that. And I'm like, Yeah, like, I totally get, but I don't have this weird, like, hatred towards them, and I think the biggest thing, like, what proves, like, they're really, they've been in the playoffs five years in a row, like, they're clearly an amazing team, like, it doesn't excuse the fact that they cheated in 17 at all, but the fact that, like, there were a lot of other teams cheating, they just kind of got, like, hosed for it, it's just funny to me, but even now, like, they're playing extremely well, like, their offensive numbers are always, like, top in the league, it's just funny at, like, They definitely had an advantage in 17, but it's just you you don't go to the playoffs five years in a row if you're that good. So I I, I find myself like not defending them, but when people come up to me and make conversation, I'm like, maybe consider it like a different way. But I do understand why there's anger and like frustration there. Like it's just nobody likes a cheater.
0: Do do people come up to you,
2: Steven? Oh, yeah people always want to talk about the Astros. Like, yeah, always. Oh, don't you think they should have gotten worse penalties and all that stuff? And it's like, yeah, maybe. But at the same time, like, I guess it doesn't really matter. The people who need to get in trouble got fired for a year. And I mean, we're not talking about betting on baseball, which for whatever reason was decided many, many years ago, that that is number one, you don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's on it's <laughs> in every clubhouse. Uh, in baseball there's that's that one that's rule 21 i don't know what the other rule number is but the other one that's in every clubhouse is basically don't hit the umpires
1: yeah
2: (laughs) don't really care about apparently (laughs) Yeah. yeah um but yeah so you know obviously i i hated it um you know i'm a big i'm a big like i've always you know liked the night knight and shining armor movies right where it's like honor two guys in a completely level playing field fighting against each other who's better and that's what i want baseball to be and i'm upset that it wasn't but they paid their dues and now they're back in the world series and they're a good they're a really good team so i, I mean that's 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 all i got you're a big so benefit I of the pre- doubt
1: guy too. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you again. I, I feel know. like I always remember Steve. Someone would do something or complain about something, and Steve would just be like, "Is it really that bad? Like, can, like can you calm down?" I always remember just being like, "It's not. Nah, it's fine.
2: Okay. Like, we don't need
1: to complain because we're in the big
2: leagues." Like, right. Just, there's lots. a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of that. There's a lot of complaining because because yeah. we're more important or we're better. So I try to make yeah. sure people realize, you know, it's really okay. It's going to be yeah. Fun. So bad. Today I tried to deliver flowers to my girlfriend They didn't get delivered They're not going to get delivered till tomorrow But you know what, it's okay, it's going to be fine Alright, hold on, how's that happen? That, uh, apparently It was actually supposed to get delivered last night And apparently they tried to deliver it And then it just didn't get delivered So what I got was out for delivery At 8pm And then I woke up this morning and it was never delivered So then I had to call mm-hmm. and ask what happened Apparently they just decided, nah, eh, we're not going to drop it off I don't, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what happened <laughs> Uh, but yeah. So now I had to call, you know, and get things figured out and now she's going to get the flowers tomorrow or no, 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 stop. That's bullshit.
0: They were supposed to be delivered last night. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Now that, all right, fine. If they didn't get delivered last (laughs) night, why are they skipping today? Because apparently
2: listen to this, the person could not get in touch with the florist who's supposed to deliver them. So apparently this is my fault. So, okay. Did did you ask for some money back? Yeah, yeah, I did. And you know what they gave me? They gave me money towards my next purchase. No, yeah, that's exactly.
0: bullshit. No. <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: That's that's some bullshit.
0: First of all, I know a florist in San Diego. I could have helped you out. If you had texted me, I could have gotten you. To Arizona. To Arizona. Why to Arizona? Sending
1: flowers. That's what She's over. in Arizona. She yeah. lives in Arizona? Mm-hmm. Isn't that where you live right now, Tyler? yeah I didn't even know you had a girlfriend either, Steve. Yeah, you know her. I do. Yeah, it's Lydia. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Wait, do I? Oh, Did you ever... yeah, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, if you want me to go beat anyone up for not delivering the flowers, let <laughs> can see what I can do. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure.
2: I'll let you know. The uh, I it was just you know it was just one of those things where I was on the phone for so long and I was just like just fuck send the yeah. flowers tomorrow like whatever I'm out I don't, I don't see
1: you as the guy being too like how are you gonna make this situation right give me free shit like, not yeah. like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> are these just because flowers or is it yeah from... just because flowers
1: yeah Steven f- you dog what and those dog. are the best
2: ones did you is it <laughs> does she have a specific arrangement that she loves. She loves sunflowers, which I'm not huge on, but hey, if she likes them, nice and easy. Yeah, sunflowers and roses. Yeah. Like fall you do, colors, you know? Did you do a nice mix? Yeah, I did. Sunflowers and roses. So I did.
0: Red roses? Or did you mix the colors?
2: No, they're like, they're cool. Like, what do they call them? They're kind of like folly colors, kind of like orange-pink kind of mm, roses. Very Halloween-ish. Like, exactly.
1: Kind of very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess sunflowers would. I don't know. I'm not a big like flower that. guy. I'm uh, not
0: sure. <laughs> this weekend is Halloween. Are either of you going to a Halloween party? more,
1: yeah, yes. I'm going to no. I'm going to Mexico
2: <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave tomorrow, and then I come back a second. Dude, I don't know anybody that goes to Mexico more than Tyler. Dude, fucking it's my loves happy it.
1: place. Yeah. It's like
2: I love it. It's lawless. It's just a, and there's like surfing. I'm going to like Cancun and
1: Tulum area, so there's not gonna be like much surfing, but I just like going down there. It's just like the best. You just go with your friends and it's just like cheap, and tacos are a dollar and like no one cares about anything, and you just hang out on the beach and
0: That's do whatever time. you want. It's yeah. so much fun. Do you stay at a at an all inclusive resort or you uh, no, you get off the beach in Rosarito?
1: It's like it's pretty like grungy. So, like we'll still stay in like a place called Las Cabotas. It's like a gated community because I don't want to get like murdered at night you know so like that's that's the only thing it's basically like what's cool about like that like baja or like rosarito right past san diego it's basically san diego real estate it's like all that awesome beach stuff but it's just not as expensive and people are afraid of mexico so not, not many people go and then we'll go and stay in this like gated kind of community and there's just an awesome surf spot there and it's just like this weird little unknown paradise so it's it's just like fun to go with your friends and stuff um and like all of mexico i just like
0: all, you going anywhere good?
1: I'm Arizona. Going to Arizona.
0: i was
2: gonna say I am uh, hopefully I'm planning a trip to actually to New York this off season to go see Broadway shows you know Ooh. on Broadway and uh, and I believe there's gonna be a little bit of uh, you know collab between MLB and and Broadway kind of like what we did with the um oh. you know the videos that I did during quarantine and maybe get you know some see some cool stuff and. You know, go backstage. That would be sweet. That would be very nice. But um, I just really want to go. I haven't seen a show on Broadway. So I need to go do that. Ever? No, dude. I've spent no time in New York. Ever. Like I've been there for like three days and we've played a game all three days. You know, it's kind of far away from where I live, Chris. Well,
0: But they also have planes that take you there, Stephen.
1: In like <laughs> six hours. <laughs> <laughs> True. I lived there for like parts of three years in the off season. I only went to one off Broadway show. It's not really see, in my body. look. That's like way worse. Broadway. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's much worse. Yeah. Shame me, but I guess Broadway is like not not like my. It's kind cool. of bunch really of Broadway. Be like opera. I love yeah. Them. Like, that's
0: I'm cool. in. I'm in. I, mean, I just see
1: like Wicked or something. Kind of cool. Now Wicked. Malar no, not told, now,
0: not that Millar is the most cooth person ever in the history of the world. <laughs> but his family was up visiting. He's like, yeah, we're going to go to wicked. And they walked out. So no. Oh really? my
2: God. Save it. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Get picked picked out. Like Network. Yeah. Give Chris Rose back the intentional talk show. Let's go.
1: <laughs>
0: unbelievable.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that
0: is great. Uh, before we wrap things up. Uh, once again, we're recording this on the, on the off day of the world series. The biggest news maybe to come out of major league baseball is the fact that PETA, is talking about trying to get baseball to rename the bullpen because they put out a tweet that said bullpen refers to the area of a bullpen where bulls are held before they are slaughtered. Uh, it's a word with, I, speci- I can't read that word. My speciesist, speciesist roots speciesist speciesist. Yeah, like species is yeah, like that's what it looks off. like. Roots, species and we east. can do better than that. Switching to arm barn would be a home run for baseball fans, players, and animals. I I don't want to necessarily get into the politics of changing the name. I have to tell you, I'm kind of impressed with PETA's arm barn call. Could you guys imagine glass now if you were warming up in the
1: arm barn? Like I get, I don't care what the name is. I like <laughs> just more up for fro. I don't, I don't know how important the name is anyway. I think part of me, like a stubbornness, is like why, like why, why change it? Like I guess yeah, there's I reasons. Maybe I haven't seen both sides, but like it just seems you just like saw. It. It. You like get just a reason. Mad- I get it, but like it's just a reason to get mad at something. So you, I just like you're not hurting anyone by calling it the bullpen. But if it makes everyone angry and you want to change it to the arm barn, that's fine. You can call it the whatever you want.
2: And, and that's fine. So make everyone angry? Huh? Made one person that's what I mean?
1: angry. Sure, I guess. Dude, it's not like they're considering it. Maybe they are. Who knows? But like, that's just I, I guess the initial. Like, it's not that big deal to name. Yeah.
2: Just people warm wow. up
1: there. Who cares? You yeah, call it the I, shit I, house. I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 everyone care.
2: The shit house know, is Number
1: twenty. Tyler yeah. Glass. Now yeah.
2: he's I definitely gonna the, get uh, shelled. He, sick. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't care about the name either. It really doesn't matter what the name of the bullpen is. It's just I don't think anybody when they hear somebody's warming up in the bullpen thinks about bulls being slaughtered. I don't think anybody yeah. makes that connection.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I never have. Why did you get called the bullpen in the first place? I remember uh, Jared Hughes told me about this a while ago. I don't remember. Like It was just like it's where like the bulls warm up and then they run. Do they run or
2: something? Well, no, know. it's apparently where they go before they get slaughtered. Get That's slaughtered. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: according to the tweet. not a very good name. Maybe we should. <laughs> yeah. Think of it. I'm going to start a petition for shithouse. That might catch yeah. on.
0: <laughs> So we're, both you guys were, um, you guys were both teammates of, of Jared Hughes, right, weren't mm-hmm. you?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Were you guys all in on the sprinting shtick?
1: I was laughing really hard. I, I never, oh, I yeah. was like, dude, I, I realized in this game, like, You gotta do what you gotta do. Like some people are just weird, some people aren't. Some people like you have to be able to like tap into an emotion that like maybe you wouldn't otherwise be able to tap into. And I think like if if it works, it works and it clearly works. He's a good pitcher. So whatever, sprint.
2: There's there's one sprint from the bullpen that I truly do care about. And it was 2017 or 18. Oh, never mind. When so we had a brawl with somebody. Of course, because oh. we fought everybody back then, and the the bullpens in Pittsburgh are both behind center field. So I am like one of the first people out of the bullpen, and I start to run, and I'm not slow. Okay, I'm not super fast, but I'm not slow, and I'm I'm going at a good pace. And all of a sudden, Tyler just zooms past me, going <laughs> so much faster than me because he's one of the fastest people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Gets down there before me, nothing happens, whatever. So afterwards, we go and watch the video from like the behind home plate camera. And you just see Tyler kind of like fighting for position to get out of the bullpen. And then he just takes off and beats everybody in both bullpens (laughs) to the fight. It's so funny. You just see everybody's kind of going together. And then there's just one guy just way past I
1: I do remember that. So if I went and looked at the video too, and I thought it was so funny. I was just like all like, and bones just doing this so many movements <laughs> it was so funny but i went because joe was pitching and there was that like that who were you playing i don't remember it was like some scuffle and i just my mom instinct kicked in i was like i, I fucking like joe and like this our there yeah, i thought it was a lot more war- it was not as bad as i thought it was like from afar i thought it was like a big deal people were about to start fighting so i was like i need to go in there and use my 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 length <laughs> and i just sprinted over there and then got there and everyone's like, no, no, one. it's just a normal baseball fight. This is just stupid. <laughs> yep. Chug, generally, all of them are. That's good <laughs> stuff, man.
0: All right, uh, do, pick a winner, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Steven, who's winning this thing? I got Braves in seven.
1: Uh, I'm just going to say, I mean, part of me thinks it's going to be the Astros, but I want the Braves, so I'm going to go Braves. And, I can't say the same. Braves in six. Why not? Okay. Braves in nice. six.
0: That's the the, uh, Trevor Plouffe call right there. Back on March 31st, Plouffe tweeted out, Braves beat the Astros in six games this year.
1: What? Did he really? Yes. March 31st? Yep. That's incredible. What? What are yeah. the odds of that? Mathematically, two people out of 30, I don't know. I should be able to do this math. I don't know. No,
0: it's, it's but, that's no, it'd be a it bunch works. of different. That's that's a, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You've got to factor in odds and everything else. You're, you're not going to figure that one out on the fly, brother. Maybe someone
1: on Twitter or some sort of I'll tell you you what. If so he in had the comments that, somewhere. Yeah.
2: If he had put that in Vegas uh, that day and it ended up being right, it, I can say that it would be worth a lot of money. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: very true. Kloof already lives in a big ass house down the street from Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford. He could have That's added cool. on a room or two if he had put that yeah, bet in. Not another house.
1: Yeah,
0: at least a wing.
1: A he could have wing. bought Matthew Stafford a guest wing.
0: <laughs> a guest wing. Yeah, boys, it was great. Uh, great hanging out with you. It was good to reunite you, uh, you former Pirates teammates, together for the last forty-five minutes. It is always wonderful catching up with you, uh, Tyler. Have a great time in Mexico. Stephen, have a great time at your Halloween party. I hope the flowers get there sometime before the 2024 season. Me too. Okay, boys, it's good seeing you. I'll catch up with you somewhere down the road if that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'll Steve be Ralt, for Tyler Glass now. For our outstanding producer, editor extraordinaire, Robbie Shirocco. I am Chris right. Rose. We will see you next time on the Chris Rose rotation. A production of John Boy Media.